Hey, housewives, come on in. You know the dirty dishes are still in the sink and the laundry is still in the basket. Pop your AirPods in and make yourself at home here. I'm Tori. I'm Tracy. And we are your Unlikely Housewives. Stepping out in faith and believing that God calls the unlikely, we are here to show you the appreciation and validation you deserve, lead you to authentic relationships, and release you from believing the cultural lies to restore your faith and wellness. Pull up those high-waisted yoga pants, tighten your top knot, and reheat your coffee for the third time today. Turn up the volume and let's go. Housewives, how are you doing? Hey, hey. Happy Tuesday. We are so glad you are here. Okay, Tracy, I know before we get started, I know it's cold in the closet. It's it, a little cold in here. It does feel like it's negative two outside with yes. the windshield. So in all fairness, I just made a pot of coffee. Can I get you some coffee before we get started? No, thanks. I'm good. She doesn't want my coffee. Why doesn't Tracy want my coffee, you guys? Do I not make good enough coffee? Does she not like the coffee? Is it too watery? Is it too strong? Why doesn't she want coffee? Okay, I'm going to have to process this. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to read a review. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's well, just then. jump into a very positive review from Be Well MLC. She says, thank you for starting this podcast. I relate to so much of what you have shared. It is so nice knowing that I'm not alone in these thoughts and to have different ways to think about struggles. I truly love listening to you. Thank you so much for your review. And for those of you that would like to have your review read, please hop over to Apple podcasts, give us a five star and tell us something encouraging. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thank you. And thank you. Be well, MLC. Okay. So today's topic is unoffended. Yeah. Let's stop living offended. So before we kind of jump into our stories, I absolutely love a new book called The Opposite Life by Alex Seeley. We'll put the link in the show notes. But in this chapter in her book, she says this line really resonates with me. I truly believe there is a fine line between being offended and staying offended that can make or break someone. So we obviously have some personal stories to share about being offended. And I'm sure you housewives have never been offended in your entire life, <laughs> right? You guys, like you guys are just like, no, everybody thinks I'm perfect. This is amazing. So my most, most recent, I go so most recent being at time of being offended. And this is a, a double hitter because not only did I offend individuals, but then I also took offense to it. I don't know if you know this about me, Tracy, but I love humor and I love to make people laugh. I love it because it makes me laugh. (laughs) And I made a reel. Mm -hmm. And this reel happened to be about the current president, Biden. Let's explain real quick what a reel is. Okay. For non-Instagrammers. For (laughs) non-Instagrammers, it is a short video that is less than 60 seconds. And there is set audio that you can do. And lots of them are funny. Those are the ones that I like to watch. Yes. Some of them can be motivational. Some of them are just, but I like the ones that are funny. Yeah. So that's just my personality. Anyways, so I make this reel. And I am reflecting something about uh, President Biden. And in the comments, I get funny, ha, 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 you know, and that's why I do the things. I love to make people laugh. Yeah. And there were two commenters who don't even follow me, mind you. 
they just saw the reel come up and chose to make a comment. And the thing that had offended them was that I was making light of the situation with the president. Now, if that was all that they were insinuating that you're making light of a situation with the president, I don't appreciate that. Personally, I would not take offense to that. Right. Because that doesn't, okay. You didn't, you were offended by watching it, but it wasn't your intention. Right. And it wasn't clearly meant for them. If they didn't get the joke, you didn't get the joke. Fine. Okay. But that wasn't what they clearly said that they were offended by. They were offended by what I said about the president, but then they went so far to question my faith and said, by making fun of the situation, you are not a good Christian and that's not a very good example and you're not very Christ-like. Now, I, again, had they left it at, that was not very nice. That was not very respectful. Wouldn't have commented back. Wouldn't have said anything. I just would have been like, okay, the joke wasn't for you. However, when you go so far and question my relationship with Jesus, I got offended. Right. And then I felt like I had to explain myself or prove myself. Justify. Justify myself in my relationship with Jesus. But here's the good news. I don't have to go to every fight I'm invited to. Yeah. And I don't have to explain myself to people who are trolling trolling, and who aren't intent on misunderstanding me. And that I was a great point that I got from uh, the account, a girl named Blake. She's amazing if you don't follow her. But that was the point. And I had to let it go because I was like, who cares? Their opinion of my faith is not going to determine whether I get into heaven or not. Right. So these people are are not in my life on the daily. Their opinion of me does not matter, mm-hmm. nor is it any of my business. Right. Let's leave it at that. Your opinion of me is none of my business. Mm-hmm. And when I look at it that way, it doesn't matter as much. I'm not as offended. Yeah. So, but that was a, an, an offense that I recently experienced and felt... And worked through and prayed through. Right, exactly. And I think your situation is probably more current because of social media offensiveness. Like people are being offended by, I mean, I know, you know, you've been out there, you've scrolling, someone makes a post and then you got to click the comments to see what everybody else says. And was your, (laughs) yes. And then you get to the bottom and you're offended and it wasn't even about you, (laughs) you know? So that's her story. Now, my story is a little bit different because mine is actually being reoccurringly offended. (laughs) I am an Enneagram too. We've talked about this. I am a feeler and I get my feelings hurt a lot. And as a new mama, my least favorite phrase is you have your hands full because you know what? I'm just trying to do my best. And I have so many circumstances and situations where I've been at the grocery store or we've been out to dinner with our family. And when those kids were little and I had four kids under the age of six, I can't imagine what people thought. But the first thing that came to their mind was you have your hands full. And that's what they would say to me. So in my mind, I'm pushing the cart and I'm going, I'm a terrible mom. They think I'm awful. I can't keep it together. I must look like a hot mess. I carried that with me all the time. Like it was super hard to let that go because it happens all the time. Then got a little stronger in my faith, got a little wiser as the kids got older and I kind of got my shit together. <laughs> and well, that's still debatable. Well, no, that is true. <laughs> now I'm offended. <laughs> you have your hands full. I now turn into, cause I still get it. Don't worry. Is best line mama. 
you can use this. Yeah, I may have my hands full, but my heart's more full. Boom. Take that person. (laughs) Let's just be honest. We can take those, like I said, and all those different feelings and those emotions, but we don't have to hold on to that because just because someone recognizes something in the grocery store, like, you know what, instead go up and give them a high five and be like, dang mama, you're doing awesome. Like I became that mom that would fist bump and high five be like, yep, that's hard, but I'm with you. Like I would do the, you know, two fingers looking at each other's eyes. Like we're in this together. Absolutely. Well, and you know what? I know for a fact as a mom of two, only two, I'm sure that I have said, oh, wow, you've got your hands full Mm -hmm. to a mom of multiples Mm -hmm. and multiples of multiples. Right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that is possibly something that people look at or feel but it was never my intent that way. No. And right? no and, one and ever, I, I took it that way. Exactly. Yes. That's mm-hmm. right. Is that it's the story that we tell ourselves of why they're saying something. Yep. And that's why we get it. But okay. So let's talk about not only like, those are just little examples, life examples that we sure that you guys can relate to, mm-hmm. but what offends people? Well, there's a lot of things currently, especially now, obviously racism, patriarchy. Yeah. Of religious beliefs, <laughs> uh, political views. Mm, yeah, that's fresh. Parenting styles, or how about the way I dress and if my skirt is too short? Oh yeah. What about the size I am, or if I'm physically fit or not? Yes. Uh huh. Or the way I label myself. That could be offending people. Absolutely. Right. These are all categories, ideas, things that are extremely sensitive, involving feelings and emotions that can be offensive in how you talk about it. Let's just tell them how hard this was to create this podcast and talk about it. (laughs) Right. We're having to work through a lot here once we hit publish on this podcast, because for us, we're going to be like, Okay. Did we offend anyone? Did we offend anybody? And what is the backlash that we're going to get? And what is this? But what was interesting about when we had talked about this topic and going through content, what we wanted to use, we have a long list of different topics and different episode ideas. And when we read the word unoffended, we were like, oh, we've got to do that one. Like that one was both, we stopped on it. We knew exactly that's where God wanted us. And so there's going to be some work behind the scenes for us even of to let go because we know that this is what God wanted us to talk about. This is where he needed us to be and speak into. And so we're because we know that everyone is being offended right now. Right. I mean, and that is the culture that we're living in offending ideas, the discussions that we have turn into offensive discussions and they don't need to be. What happens is just like we were talking about with the social media, when it gets to attacking an individual, that's when it hurts and it's offensive. You can have conversations about the beliefs and ideas, but once you hit the person, like that's when you're like, oof. We listened to this really good TED talk and the speaker in it gave a really great analogy about as if you were playing a game. So let's say, for example, Tracy and I are playing a game. I think it's the most boring game in the world. Tracy loves it. And if I come to Tracy and say, hey, instead of playing this game, could we maybe do something different? I'm not finding the joy in it that you're finding. You know, it's, it's just not my jam. Sure. We'll move on to something else. Right. Or I can go to Tracy and say, hey, you know this game that you want to play? 
Yeah, it's a really boring game. And so it's boring because you're not smart. You're not really nice about it. You're, uh, it was a terrible idea of yours. And actually, you're not even very good at it. So I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah, now I feel a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different, right? But her and I can agree to disagree on the value of the game. She thinks it's the best game. It's her favorite game, not my favorite game. Yeah. If that is a space where we can live and be where we're not offending each other. It's easier to be unoffended in that spot. Now, she can still choose to be offended because it's not my favorite game, but that's her reaction. I have no responsibility in that. Right. We're going to say this probably more than one time. And we started with this, but being and staying offended is a choice, right? There will always be people who are offended. It's what is happening. It's not your intention, but it will happen. And me, I'm a people pleaser. Like I avoid conversations about all kinds of things like freaking dodgeball. I know I'm smart. I know I'm intelligent. I know I do my research. I know I am well-equipped to have a very good conversation with people. However, I'm always afraid. I have this fear that I'm going to offend them. So I hold myself away from those conversations. But what if my intent obviously isn't to be offensive? So how do we get to that point where we let go and we have meaningful conversations with people about ideas and topics that are currently happening. Cause that's the thing. Nobody's talking because we're all afraid we're going to offend everybody, but we need to be in this community state. Well, and I think what if it's funny that you just said it this way. And we've been talking about this all morning is there's a visual that just came to mind. It was an Andy Stanley sermon series, and it was actually on love and it was two mugs. Uh, a mug full of blue beads and a mug full of pink beads. Because too, when we were talking about this, Andrew, my husband happened to be in the room and he was also talking about like, at what point, how in marriage does offense happen? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is Chris your biggest fan? Yes. Do you know Chris has your back? Yes. Would Chris take a bullet for you or any of the kids? hundred percent. Okay. How often are you offended by Chris? (laughs) I love you, honey. (laughs) Okay. I can say the exact same thing about Andrew, right? But because we love those men so much, we are so quick choosing to be offended by something that they say. Going back to the mugs, right? The point of it is when those mugs fight, if you hit those mugs two together, blue beads and pink beads are going to automatically come out of it. Okay. The offense was already in it. The decision was already in it. Andrew didn't put the pink beads in the mug. Mm -hmm. So when he says something to me and that makes the pink beads come out, I'm choosing for the pink beads to come out. I'm choosing for the anger, for the offense to come out. That was already in me. It was my reaction to being hit on the outside. Yeah. And so with people that we love, it's really easy to get offended. I mean, so many times as wives, and spouses, we are offended by something that our husband says, mm-hmm. okay, women, do you want your husband, when you turn around in that dress and say, does this dress make my butt look big? <laughs> okay. Do you want him to say, yes, what's your reaction to that? <laughs> okay. All right. This is something I got married when I was 21 years old. 
young and dumb. Okay. <laughs> like no ex- worldly exhume whatsoever. Okay. And it's a miracle that Andrew and I are still married. But one of the things my friends couldn't understand at the time was that when I asked Andrew, if an outfit wasn't flattering, if I look fat and something, he would tell me yes. And they were like, you don't know. He's not supposed to say that. And honest to goodness, they were so mad that that is mean from the get-go. I was like, no, it's actually not. He's telling me the truth. Yeah, he's being honest. He's being honest. And my reaction to that. Okay. So if he says, yeah, your butt looks a little bit big on that. My reaction is like, oh, okay. Thanks. So I won't wear these pants. These are not flattering pants. My reaction could also be like, Ooh, I should probably hit the gym a couple more days a week because right. I want my- on how much offense you took to it. Right. Exactly. So I find that so interesting on how quickly we lean into getting offended by our spouses. When again, it's, it's natural. Then you take in what we're all dealing with and what, what is like floating around out there. And we're constantly offended. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, Tori, did you want some gum? No. You don't want any gum? Okay. She's asking me if I want gum because my breast smells because I've been drinking coffee all morning, but I don't like mint gum. I don't like the mint gum that she brings. She brings weird gum. I don't like the crunchy gum. Okay. Why do people get so offended? Why do you think people get offended? Because we're playing the comparison game. Maybe we're telling ourselves a story that's not true because I like mint gum. You might like mint gum. You also might like coffee (laughs) and just not want it at the moment. (laughs) I hope y'all are seeing our humor in this and these examples (laughs) with you guys. But I do want to talk about past hurts because obviously I've had some past hurts and one being you have your hands full. You know, that was like my example. You know, there's examples from high school. There's examples from friendships. There's examples from, you know, college. She's already shared about spouses. You guys past hurts that are not healed lead to a quick trigger of being offended. And that is something that it takes time to get here. It takes time to get to a place of acknowledging it. Okay. We have recently been offended. We have admitted that we still take offense to it because we're human and we have hearts and we love people, but are we choosing to stay there is the question. She already said comparison. That's another way of being offended. Another one is like unmet expectations. An example of unmet expectation to me is the friendship part of they say they're going to be there. They say they're going to show up. Now I get that things come up. I have four kids. Goodness. My schedule is pretty crazy. Right. But I also am a person who is really strong and standing in my word. So if I say I'm going to be there for you, Tori, I'm going to be there. Right. Right. So maybe it's going out to dinner. Maybe it's going on a trip. Maybe it is just helping you with something. If you say you're going to be there, be there. And if it's in response is I can't, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Okay. That a lot of people take offense to it. Like we don't know that other person's story. Now, do I want them to show up and be there for me? Absolutely. But if they're going through something or their marriage or their kids, or there's something going on, it's not about me. Right. They're not telling you that. And that's what we're so I don't know if you know this or not, but as human beings, we're very vain. Mm -hmm. We think everything. everything, we think everything is about us. We think everybody's response, reaction, the story they're talking about is about us. Yeah. And I think there's a song about that. 
the unmet expectations is probably the highest one. We don't know what's going on in other people's worlds. And there's a lot of things that we don't, I'm willing to admit that I am clueless about a whole lot of stuff going on in the kids' schools and their classrooms and whatever. And a parent will say to me, hey, did you know that this is going on? I'll be like, oh yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, maybe I should pay attention to that a little bit more. I am not offended that I don't know what's going on and she does. Right. <laughs> And but honestly, some people are. yes, that they're, they're not in the midst of it, but something else that I heard long ago, nobody thinks about you more than you do. Mm-hmm. So often we can read a post on Facebook that somebody is rant. You, you know, the, the people that start talking about, like, I had a situation today and they're very vague, right? It's so vague that it could be about absolutely anything and anybody in any circumstance. And I bet you 20 people read that post and go, oh, is she talking about me? She's talking about me. Mm-hmm. She's talking about that phone call that I didn't make to her this afternoon. And it probably, most likely, 95% of the time was not about you. It's about the store clerk who was rude to her when she was checking out of at Target. Yeah. Like, but we automatically assume that everything is about. We also assume that anything that happens to us is because of us. Yeah. Or our situation or our circumstance. The kids didn't get into that school because I have this political belief. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't get invited to that birthday party because we believe this or we don't do this for our family. And you know what? We didn't get invited to that birthday party because that kid had a five kid limit. Right. That's why. Yeah. And so we're so quick to assume all these assumptions is that you didn't get that job promotion because of your level of education, the political views that you have on Facebook, the color of your skin, the whatever it is. We're so quick to think when we like have no idea, mm-hmm. we're making it about us when we didn't get that promotion because we weren't the most qualified. The person yeah. that got the job has 10 more years experience, or maybe they don't have the experience, but maybe they have a value that we don't even know about. Right. Let's wrap this up. Offending someone is inevitable. We know that, right? Right. Absolutely. Like emotions, feelings, super high right now, especially, but we know you can learn to be intentional about living unoffended. Right. Cause it's a choice. Yes. We get to choose how we react to things that happen to us. Yep. I cannot control what you do, Tracy. I cannot control your response, your reaction to me offering you coffee and you saying, no, mm-hmm. I can control me and how I- she didn't want coffee because y'all she is drinking a gallon of water every single day <laughs> and she already has to pee a thousand times. Okay. So that is why she didn't want eight ounces of coffee. Okay. And she didn't want my gum because it was mint and orange is her favorite flavor. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. So I guarantee you that somebody is going to get offended by this podcast. I guarantee you, Tracy. I know. However, <laughs> at the same time, you and I can agree and help each other and keep each other accountable. That we are going to decide, no matter how this plays out, that we're not going to be offended. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to leave you with a quote from Alex Seeley's book, again, that I referenced at the beginning of the podcast, and it will be in the show notes. And it says, imagine a world where the people of God lived unoffended. Imagine a world where people pursued relationships, even when they got hurt. 
Imagine a world where people lived like Jesus, full of God's spirit, where nothing could affect their love and mission for the people God had called them to serve. Our question is definitely, you know, we'll probably get, well, how do you live like that? We're humans. We always get hurt, but it is a choice and it is something that you have to work through. It doesn't come naturally. It comes by growing in your faith. It comes by knowing that you do not have to be defined by someone else's beliefs or what they have said to you. Now, this is going to be, I would say it's hard for everybody. But for those that believe in Jesus and that have accepted them as their Lord and Savior, there is something that a truth that we can hold on to. This again is from Alex Ely's book. When God comes into our lives to save us and to make us whole, we need to receive the fullness of his love. Then when we face the inevitable disappointment of hurt from others, we aren't wounded and offended. Because honest to goodness, anybody's opinion of you is none of your business. The only person that their opinion of you is God's, right? Absolutely. Close that out and to say that is, if that is not something that you know, if that is not something that you have ever experienced God love, or you didn't know that, that God fully accepts you and loves you for who you are, that is something that we would love to have a conversation with you. Please feel free to reach out to us. We would be happy to talk to you more about that because that is something that we truly believe that everybody should know and experience. Yeah. And I think we have covered this topic very lightly, hopefully with humor, because <laughs> yeah. that is what we do. <laughs> and with some examples and some stories that maybe can hit home. But really, as we end every episode, we really want to encourage you. And our encouragement for you is to take a moment and ask yourself, am I living offended? Do you need to let go of some past hurts, some feelings of something so that when you walk into a space and that person is there, or you're in a relationship and you want it to heal, do you need to accept it living unoffended and moving on? We know it's not easy. We know it takes time, but we encourage you to challenge yourself to do that because we know that being offended is a snowball and we want you to melt that freaking snowball. Right. <laughs> like. Just let it go because you are going to live. (laughs) You are going to feel so much more free, have so much more peace, live with so much more joy. And that is our encouragement to you. Yeah. And don't be afraid to, if you are trying to tackle that past hurt and feeling, and you feel that you cannot do that on your own, that is okay. Find a counselor, uh, somebody, a therapist, um, somebody that you trust that you can process that with, because a lot of times we have an issue processing in our brain. So don't be afraid to reach out to somebody, you know, you trust or a professional to get that help to find that out. Because like we said, sometimes it's easier said than done, especially depending on the level of past hurts and feelings that you've had. Yep. So. Thank you for listening in. And just so you know, keep an eye out because in a couple of days, there will be a bonus episode. Yay! We're so excited. And we we have even another guest interview lined up. And so we are growing. We are. <laughs> and we are excited about it. So just keep an eye out and uh, share this on your social media feeds. Share this with a friend who yeah. you. Who offended you. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later, housewives. Whether we made you laugh or cry today, we pray you feel appreciated. 
bolder and braver than yesterday, stronger and more faithful for tomorrow, but living in who you were made to be today. Join our online community on Facebook. Find our link in the show notes. Be sure to review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time, housewives, we give you permission to walk confidently, freely, and be intentional in your slippers or stilettos.